2: Welcome to
3: another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem Pittsburgh studios.
2: And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along for the Thursday edition of The Ride Home. It feels as though we just did this. 24 hours mm-hmm. moves awfully fast in pandemic time, at least in this corner. How you doing? How you doing, Kathy? Yeah.
4: not that it matters to either one of you, but I want you to know that I've lost my video on my computer. Um, Have you?
2: Oh, we yeah. see you. I can Hi. see you.
4: Okay. Good. Hi. Yeah. Hi, you guys. Hi. It's good to I see can't, you. As well. I can't see uh, myself at all, but as long right. as that's working, then we're good. Yep.
2: Because we are first and foremost a radio show, so right. no one even knows right exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So during these times, do you feel as though you are spending far too much time online, just enough time <laughs> online? Or are you oh valuing online time?
4: Oh, no, I'm online way too much. Mm-hmm. But I, I But much. I also don't, it's not like I'm going online to like, you know, play, play Parcheesi. solitaire at 10 p.m. or something. I i don't know how to really avoid that because so much of our job is based on being online.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, well, so let me give you a few tips. So, you know, okay. when it's 10 p.m. and you feel the urge to go online, Maybe you're uh, spending too much time. Here are a few tips online to unplug uh, from the Wall Street Journal. Okay, I'm ready. So um, their chief tip is this to turn off the biometric unlocking. Right? What? You know your your the thumb? thumbprint or some people have the phone uh, with the face thing. Now what, right?
4: Why why do I turn that off? Because Turn it that makes off it because
2: yes, exactly. It's okay. just quick access. So you kind of, you're bored or whatever, or distracted, or you, so you kind of go, oh, and then eight tenths of a second, there you are. Mm-hmm. Where instead, if you had to go, did, 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 did.
4: If I had to put in all down. of those pesky numbers, I wouldn't be online right. anymore. It just might
2: slow case. you down a little bit and you might pause to reconsider, right. Calf, That's all. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. I mean, how about creating knowing a, me?
4: You know, it would be a good thing for me to pause to reconsider.
2: Yes, I do. Well, mm-hmm. not to say that you're a rat, but pausing is good, right? Hey, sure, uh, right. How about creating a face-to-face policy? So instead of, you know, let's- Yeah, we
4: can't uh, do that now.
2: Well, yeah, you can do that. You know, let me send you a, a text or something like that or, you know, blah, blah, Instead, I have to pick up my phone and actually I would make a phone call to you.
5: Oh. So it would slow
2: down my texting and if it was really important, then I thought, okay, I got to get on the phone and make a phone call. Uh-huh. So I would avoid, you know, being, you know, a text battle back and forth. I think it makes good sense. All
4: right. so Well, you and I talk on the phone every day.
2: We do. Yep. Yeah. Mike, but we you also and I talk on more- the phone.
4: We all, we all talk on the phone mm-hmm, multiple yeah. times a day, right? I
2: How about find this? it enlightening. Uh, they're saying this, which I found counterintuitive, but buy yourself a smartwatch. Do you have a smartwatch?
4: Why would I... I don't understand the purpose of those.
2: Well, they think maybe may be kind like to suggest an Apple watch. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, the Apple watch, which I don't have, and I resist the urge ever to buy one
4: right? because
2: then, then it's on your wrist and you're buzzing as you get notifications and emails. So then... So I'm doing we,
4: this all the time.
2: Right, right. So what they're saying is using the smartwatch kind of like as a buffer zone. You go, oh, I don't need to see that. Oh, I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that. You know, every time you look at... Then it would keep you away from your phone. It seems a uh, little... Okay. All right. I
4: mean, right. some people that have an Apple Watch think that it really does help them to put a rein on things. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. I don't think it would work for me.
2: Create an after-hours account. If you have your same now, email... Now, that sounds
4: like something that we
2: tell people to avoid. It's like Hugh Hefner, he after-hours email with Hugh. I mean, so after-hours... You know, uh, you, you get your work email and so you're always checking your work email, but if you had just a specific limit on work email versus your after hour family friends email, it might slow you down because if you would go back into your work email all the time, like we do, then you fall right. into a rabbit hole and all of a sudden you're working at 10 PM instead of just having free time. Yeah.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I'm not going to call it after hours though, because it sounds creepy
2: turn off all notifications and unread messages account.
4: Okay, now you did that, right? You turned off all your notifications. I
2: have no notifications.
4: Yeah, Mike, do you have notifications?
6: No, I refuse to do that. It's just going to get yeah. So
4: neither one of you have any notifications No,
6: because no. your phone okay. otherwise
2: your phone's like well, I-,
4: well, I don't want to do the that. Thing, not I mean you don't have to have all the notifications. You can you you pick which ones you want. So here's you you can pick one or two that you like,
2: no, or you think are I, helpful.
4: To no, not you.
2: i well, you have two two notifications: the end of the world notification and Jesus is coming notification. If I had those two, I I'd be good to go. From
4: okay? from what I read in scripture, I feel like you're going to know.
2: <laughs> oh, look at me! Oh, sorry. Wait, I can't. I can't see
4: anything. Oh, you can't and you're see anything. your microphone. Oh, oh, I just knocked my microphone.
2: And off just it just sent you a notification that you're excited.
7: Yeah,
4: Mike's going to send you a notification <laughs> so we can work it out. <laughs>
2: um. Don't look at your home feed. Most of the time, you know, you're looking at Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or a LinkedIn. Uh, the person says they look only at those notifications and those interactions by doing that. Again, I think that the trick is to stay on a straight line, because when you're looking at Twitter and Facebook, oh, I'm going to look at Twitter for just two minutes.
4: Right okay and then, well, meanwhile then an hour I later know. you're Th- still doing that that's the problem with social media is it's a total rabbit hole and right. you think you're going to be on it for five minutes and 50 minutes later you're hating oh, yourself okay here's yeah. here's something i've heard from friends that's going on right now is uh they're working from home and you know they have like a your normal 8 to four thirty mm-hmm. job or whatever it is and uh, their boss texts them and says okay we're doing a webinar tonight uh 710 p.m
2: mm, okay
4: and they're like well, those, those aren't my normal work hours. So it seems like there are people who are working at home who all of a sudden are getting roped into doing work things sure. at 7, 10 p.m. Right. or whenever it is that they weren't ever going to be doing before because they would have been at work.
2: Right. That happens. That's the world we live in, right? Okay, so with that in mind, the final, uh, final trick is, apparently, to break the internet. Okay, so you can use a distraction blocker app To turn off specific apps or websites or to cut your internet off totally during specific times that you program in. I'm not doing that. What do you mean? What if it's dinner time? It's
4: 2020, John. I'm not turning off my internet.
2: I think uh, I get this. If you become, you know, social media obsessed and and you're laying in bed and it's 2 a.m., you need to have some parameters around it.
4: Okay. All right. So here's the thing like anything else. If you realize that you've got a demonstrated problem with it, you're going to yeah. have to take drastic action. Right. right. So, I wonder, wonder if there's, got it, if, you, well, if you've got an addiction to pornography, then this is something you're going to have to do. It's just the down. way it is. Yeah. If you've right. got, it, I had to stop eating sugar for a year and a half because I was showing myself unable to handle it. I mean, mm-hmm. you just have to, That this, this is part of being a grown up, is you figure out the things that you're not managing and then you kind right. of take an axe to them. Yeah. So, okay, well, so, so, but for, but since I don't feel like I have an addiction to the internet, I just feel like it's a pain in the neck. I don't know if I'm shutting it off. <sighs> do either well, of you
7: look at your phone as soon as you wake
6: up? Yes. I, yes, I do. it's the first thing you do. Yes, I, I do. try
4: to read, no, I try to read scripture first before phone. Yeah.
5: Do you?
2: No. I, I heard it. I, I heard roll that. over and I do this and I
7: look, look at my phone. Right.
6: Wait, no, you've heard what, Mike? <laughs> I heard that it's unhealthy
7: to do that.
4: To look at your phone first?
7: I heard that, it, yeah, it just, it induces Listen, stress if, that I heard. If it. you I'm still try here. the scripture yeah.
4: before a phone thing, um, which was recommended by a book yeah. I read last year, it is like the most liberating thing you've ever felt in your I life. start doing Just that. because it gives you a different like perspective on it and it doesn't, I was feeling for a long time like I was at the mercy of the news cycle. Because of the job we have, right. but that breaks that. Yeah. And I don't know. I've, I feel like I've really benefited from it. I'm not, listen, I don't do it all the time. Um, like sometimes I wake up in the morning and there, you know, I have a, an alarm that's gone off or someone's calling me. So I'm not certainly 100% on that, but that is certainly the goal I'm going for is that every day yeah. I read scripture before that's good. I look at my phone.
8: Like for me, it just distracts me. Right, I, sound right. preachy?
4: I hope yeah. I don't sound preachy saying that because no. I am like I am like super bad at following along with things like that. I'm just saying that's the goal I'm going for. Yeah,
2: no, it works for you, right? So you're not preaching to me going, you must do this, John. Plus, all if I preach do, to John, coffee.
4: he's going to be like, really?
2: I got really, you're going to preach
4: nothing. to me, Kath, Hello. after all I've
2: seen? I mean, you're not even on the screen, so <laughs> <laughs> everything else is sort of secondary at this point. You know, I got that's control so of that. Okay?
4: All right, <laughs> listen, can I tell people what's coming up on Please today's do. show? It's going to be excellent. I'm excited. In the uh, five o'clock hour, we're going to talk about domestic violence during the time of COVID-19. We haven't really delved into this subject. It's something that we all know is going on, and we're grateful that there are actual professionals that are helping and stepping in in situations like this. So Nicole Molinaro will be with us in the five o'clock hour. Also, what's going to happen to the movies this year? I mean- a lot of the ones I know have just stopped production. Have they all stopped production? Are we just going to go through 2021 yeah. or 22 and just have no new films? We'll talk about yeah, that in the five be, o'clock yeah. hour. And coming up next, are you ready for this, John? Sure. Romance during quarantine.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
4: is it possible? <laughs> and if it is, what could that possibly look like? That's, all
5: right. Yeah. That's Bill, Bill Glaze. Glaze next. Very nice. <laughs> Thanks okay, for being here.
4: Around. The Thursday edition of The Rhino.
7: 101.5 WORD.
3: Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New, new, music. new music from Casting Crowns. Love, Love Moved First.
1: My Weapon New from Natalie Grant.
9: Your presence is-
3: Quarantine from Matthew West.
1: Quarantine life, quarantine life. Friday night toilet paper shopping online. It's
3: the best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you by Dennis Spira and Associates. 101.5 WORD on the weekend. Hi, My name is Ryan Bourne.
7: And I'm Danica Bourne.
10: And We're we are the owners the of South Coast, Coast Tax. Tax. We wanted to send a prayer out to all of our listeners experiencing illness, financial hardship, and stress during this temporary challenge we are all facing. It is a difficult holy season, but we are in this together, with you as our family, and we are united as one. At South Coast Tax, we know God has all of us in His arm, protecting us and always guiding us to where we need to be in life. In Psalms 91, This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust Him. For He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from every deadly disease. He will cover us with His feathers. He will shelter us with His wings. His faithful promise are our armor and
2: protection.
7: We will not only survive, but we will thrive and rise up with our Lord's help. God has placed you right where you need to be, and your family at South Coast Tax will be right beside you throughout this journey.
6: Finding the right type of care for your loved one can be a highly emotional decision. Moving your loved one to a nursing home, rehab center, or independent care may not be necessary. XL Home Care can provide a warm, family-like environment with an Excel caregiver, or you may even qualify to get paid to take care of the ones you love. To learn more, call 412-212-8950. 412-212-8950. XL Home Care, a help-at-home company.
0: This is Dennis Prager, and my friends, they're at it again. The left is doing its best to silence ideas it doesn't like. Hollywood does not want you to see my film, No Safe Spaces, which is why you won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back and protect freedom in America. See No Safe Spaces. It is a great film
3: starring me and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com. This moment of gratitude is brought to you by Rocket Mortgage and the Rock family of companies.
10: We really want to thank my wife's cousin, Marie, who
3: works so hard as a nurse saving others. To those who leave their homes to keep us safe in ours, thank you. And
11: yeah, you guys are awesome. We're sending all our love, gratitude, and hope your way. Thank you.
3: If you'd like to thank America's frontline and essential workers, visit everyoneknowsahero.com. Quicken Loans, LLC, NMLS number 3030, license in 50 states. Each legal entity that identifies themselves as part of the Rock family of companies are separate legal entities with their own governance and management structures.
2: So we're like, what, are we almost two months into this? Two months, seven weeks or so? It seems
4: like it's six, but I think it's probably two.
2: Okay. So um, husband and wife together, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know how that is, the ebb and flow of a relationship. Sometimes with uh, close quarters, things get a little tense. Other times, close quarters, things get a little romantic. Here to talk to us about that is uh, Marvin Gaye's best friend, Pastor Bill (laughs) Glaze. (laughs) <laughs> Bill Glaze from Bethany Baptist Church. Pastor Glaze, how are you, friend?
9: I'm doing good. How about you guys? We can't complain. Now,
4: is Marvin, Marvin Gay going to be our authority on this, Bill Glaze, going <laughs> forward?
9: Uh, no, you know, he, he, I may refer back to a song or two, but no, he's not going to be authority. The, the Word of God is going to be authority. <laughs> okay. That's there you right. go. Okay, good. All right, Very then, nice. all right.
4: That's good to know. Okay. So b- before we start, Bill, in on the romance thing, um, you want to weigh in on our conversation about too much internet or not enough?
9: I, especially these days and time, I think it, it's probably too much. Uh, okay. You know, I, I, I wish I could say that I, that I intentionally disconnect, but I, I don't. <laughs> so that's not, uh, you know, I'm probably not a good advocate for taking a break.
2: Okay. All right. We'll just skip that conversation then, Bill, because we're no help either.
4: Yeah, exactly. Don't look <laughs> to us for your guidance. Okay.
2: <laughs> no, we got nothing. no. no. <laughs> All right, Bill, so uh, you brought up romance. Now, uh, you sent us a, a, a little uh, a little sort of a descriptor, and apparently you sent that to people in your congregation as well. Talk to us about that.
9: Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was thinking about the fact that, uh, you know, we're on quarantine, and, and you kind of mentioned it uh, before, that sometimes, you know, being in that, I call it intense fellowship, you know, can cause some... Uh, feelings to rise up and you know and instead of you know drawing closer together you know you can find yourself uh you know being separated yeah i I heard Mm -hmm. the story about a man who was going through a a difficult marriage and he would sit down and he would look at his uh wedding you know he would start uh at the end of it when he got married uh you know and and he would rewind it and he said every time i rewind it i come out a free man so you know we don't want to uh have people, you know, to fall into that category where they're trying to rewind their wedding. So when they come out of it, you know, they're not married. But, you know, when we think about, you know, romantic activities, you know, for couples, you know, and, you know, I kind of base this off of the Song of Solomon. And, you know, when you think about it, you know, there may have been that they didn't maybe have the term necessarily that they use. But, you know, at times, you know, it's almost like they wanted to be quarantined, you know, with each other. You know, there there was a a verse in Song of Solomon, chapter 2, in verse 10, where it said, My beloved spoke and said unto me, Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away with me. And so, you know, when you think about the fact that they wanted to go away, you know, they wanted to get away from everybody. They wanted the quarantine, so to speak. And so, you know, in their quarantine, you know, it was kind of a romantic quarantine. So, you know, as we think about the quarantine that we have, we know that it's, you know, trying to keep us safe from, you know, uh, and by using social distancing, but, you know, there could be that tendency, you know, when you're in those close quarters with each other, you know, for the, uh, the love and the romance to not be there.
4: Well, oh, isn't uh, it hard in on, quarantine? I... It, it's hard in quarantine. Sorry to interrupt you, John. In That's every right. element, it's hard on relationships, right? I mean, the people that we love the most, we just can't get away from even if we wanted to.
9: Right. Right. And, and, and you know, you bring out a good point there, Kathy, because, you know, we we could find ourselves enduring those those times and saying, you know, well, I can't wait till you know this is over. I, you know, we need a break. We need to get out. But I think, you know, you know, as you think about some things that that you can be doing, and 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 I'm not saying that you know there has to be you know passion and fire you know every day of the relationship. But you know, in a time when we're not under quarantine, you know, hopefully, you know, as married couples, you know, people are going out on dates, you know. They're being romantic with each other. And and so, you know, we we can, you know, carve out times, you know, during the quarantine to be able to to do that. You know, I think of, you know, my wife and I, you know, even, you know, on Easter or Resurrection Sunday, you know, one of the things that we did because, you know, we weren't able to go to church, you know, the two of us, we just sat around and listened to songs about the resurrection. And, you know, we, you know, it was just a very spiritual time for us. And, you know, we reminisced, you know, back over our relationship, and we talked, you know, one of the things we said, we said that this was the first Easter or Resurrection Sunday that we were not in church uh, all the time we'd been married. And so we just began to think back over the years of, of, of all those times we spent, you know, celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ together as a couple, and it was just, it was just a powerful time.
2: That's interesting. Bill Glaze is with us from Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, Bill, I I like this. Uh, You know, a little later on in the show, we're going to talk with someone here locally uh, about uh, domestic violence. And, you know, not to say that, um, you know, Christians have the handle on um, what it is to be connected spiritually and physically, but there is something that's beautiful about it. You know, when you're together uh, and and you're believers in Jesus and you're on the same page, especially when you're in Scripture together— you know, I'm not saying that, you know, that's an aphrodisiac, but at the same time, it does draw you closer together.
9: Right. And, you know, even as you think about, you know, having activities together, you know, you know, John, if there's no heart connection, you know, I mean, you know, I don't know about you, but, you know, there's been times when maybe the fellowship hasn't been that great between, you know, myself and my wife. And even though we may spend time together, you know, we're just together physically. Yeah. But I, I love those times when uh, we not only come together, you know, and we're in the physical presence of each other, but there's that emotional connection, you know, where, where you know our hearts are being knit, you know, together. So, you know, you're absolutely right that, you know, we have to you know find those times where then we are connecting with each other on a more intimate level. And, uh, and, and so even the activities, you know, when you do as a couple, you know, if, if you're just doing an activity, you, then you're just going through the motions. That's why, you know, one of the activities that I talked about was, you know, uh, do a puzzle together. You know, now it's interesting, you know, my wife, you know, uh, because we were going to do that. And she went out to look, you know, during the quarantine, she went out to look for a puzzle. And, you know, there's no puzzles to be found. So I guess, you know, people must be, you know, getting the puzzles. Now, I don't know if they're using them for romantic purposes. Maybe they're just using them to kill some time. But, you know, one of the things I thought, even with the puzzle, you know, as a husband and wife to sit down and do a puzzle and then here you go, Kathy, then put some Marvin Gaye on in the background and, <laughs> and you know, kind of have love music playing in the background. So, you know, it, it becomes more than just an activity, but, you know, there's an emotional connection. That's good.
2: You know, one of the most powerful things somebody told me, Bill, was um, especially, you know, especially with our phones, is that whenever your wife comes into the room, put your phone down, just set it aside and make eye contact and devote a hundred percent of your attention to her and to what she's, what she's talking about, you know, and as difficult as that is today, you know, with the TV set or your laptop or your phone, it it does clear the air. It's just kind of like, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that I'm intentional with you, you know, while you're here with me and everything else is secondary. And it does draw you closer
9: together. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, the phone is definitely a a distraction. And, you know, sometimes I think it's just good, to leave your phone in another room because, you know, if you hear it buzz or you hear it light up, no, no, no matter how engaged you are with your spouse, I think there's going to be that temptation to say, well, you know, who's that, you know, uh, you know, who's trying to get in touch with me. But sometimes, you know, if you just you know, leave it in another room, then, you know, like you said, you can make that eye contact and you won't even have the temptation to be distracted. And I, I, exactly. I think, yeah, the phone definitely can be a big distraction.
2: Yep. I mean, you know, whenever this all started, people said a couple of things, you know, uh, there's going to be a lot of babies born nine months from now. And most likely as we come out of this, there'll be also be a lot of divorces. So, I mean, there's two <laughs> sides of the coin there. And the hope is there's, you know, more babies than there are divorces.
9: Amen. Amen. And, and that's why, you know, I, I really felt a heart for my congregation and, and, and I really, you know, wanted them to come out of this, you know, more connected with their spouse and having a, you know, a deeper relationship and even, you know, you know, give some do some things that you never even thought about, you know, before. You know, I just, you know, think, you know, one way is, you know, creative ways to send emojis that say, you know, I love you or have a conversation. You know, so that in that case, the phone, you know, would be a good thing, you know, because you're connecting with your spouse. That's good.
2: Bill Glaze, Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood. Hey, Bill, talk to us about Bethany. Are you guys meeting while this is going on?
9: Well, actually, uh, we're not meeting uh, physically, you know, in in the presence of each other. But, uh, you know, we do, uh, I I go in, you know, we do a worship service, and we post it online so our uh, members can go on at 1030 on Sunday morning and worship, uh, you know, together, you know, uh, through uh, that service. But, you know, the other thing that we have is with Word FM. You know, Word FM posts our service also so people can go through word and connect, you know, with the worship service at Bethany Baptist Church. Very nice.
2: Well, Bill, our, our hope is that uh, this time next month, uh, as you join us, we're all free. The restrictions are uh, loosened and we're able to be with each other face-to-face. Uh, I pray that you and uh, Bethany, everybody in your community is strong and healthy, Bill.
9: Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and you guys uh, continue to uh, lift up the bloodstained banner and, and let people know that Jesus saves.
2: I'm into that. Bill Glaze, Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood, Anchored in Jesus, which uh, Bill is uh, the lead person on, Anchored in Jesus, airs Monday through Friday from uh, 7 o'clock to 7.30 right here on 101.5 Word FM. Take a break, uh, come back, a a little update on some weird stories we talked about yesterday, Mm -hmm. which involve um, Elon Musk and the Lamborghini. Stick around. It's The Ride Home with John and Kathy here on Word FM. (music)
4: This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home.
12: The coronavirus pandemic has caused a lot of chaos lately. But something good that's come from it all is that Americans are waking up to the fact that we make too many things overseas and are reliant on China and other nations for the products that we need most. Enough is enough. Authentically American is a veteran-owned, patriotic, made-in-USA apparel company. They produce the highest quality apparel you can find, and it's all American-made. While other companies are waiting for their supplies to come in from Asia, Authentically American is still going strong, putting our neighbors to work every day. They also give 10% of every purchase to charities that support our veterans and their families. Use code SALEMPITTSBURG to get 10% off your entire purchase. Don't spend one more dime on products made overseas. If every American spent an extra $3.33 on U.S.-made goods, it would create almost 10,000 new jobs in this country. Shop at authenticallyamerican.us and use promo code SALEMPITTSBURG to take 10% off your entire purchase. That's promo code Pittsburgh. Where is yours, man? Spending more time inside, J and D
3: Waterproofing can help you breathe a little easier. Protect your family, friends, and pets from mold, dampness, and other unhealthy elements. For over 80 years, J and D has been making Pittsburgh basements very dry and improving indoor air quality with solutions like the Easy Breathe System. Eliminate unhealthy mold and allergy-causing moisture without filters or reservoirs, while using less energy than a 40-watt light bulb. Call one eight hundred very dry or visit jdwaterproofing.com. Whether you need a car now or plan to buy someday soon, Cars.com has nearly 2 million cars
13: ready for home delivery. Set up virtual appointments with local dealers to tour your favorites. Save
1: the car you want. Click to buy when you're ready. Find your match on Cars.com. Washington County parents, you have a choice in your child's education. For nearly 40 years, Central Christian Academy in Houston is where pre-K through 8th grade students receive the comprehensive education they need to become top of the class. Learn more at CCASchool.com.
7: Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart. Tune in and on Radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh.
14: Cloudy for tonight, low 40. Much colder with periods of rain tomorrow, High 41. Friday night, clouds breaking, cold, low 26. Mostly cloudy, windy and cold on Saturday, high 44. For Sunday, breezy with sun and clouds, high 56. And Monday, a brief shower or two with a high 47. With the Iraqi Weather Forecast, I'm Andy Robb.
4: So yesterday at this time, we had a weird news segment. And sometimes you have to do that because the news is just so extraordinarily odd. And yesterday I mean, was of one news. of those days. Yeah. So, uh, John, I'd like uh, an update today on two uh, particularly interesting stories. Let's start yeah. with a five-year-old who was caught on a California – five. Year old who was caught on a California highway weaving because he was driving a car in search of a Lamborghini. He says his mom wouldn't let him buy.
2: Right. Okay. So a five year old kid lives in Utah, and a fourteen year old was California. No, he was headed to California. Oh,
4: he was headed there. Got right.
2: it. So a five year old kid living in Utah, uh, his fourteen uh, year old sibling was tasked with uh, looking after him. However, the fourteen year old, you know, not the most reliable person. He did a lousy a job took a nap, and so the five-year-old uh, saw the keys to the family car on a little hook in the kitchen. He proceeded to get in the, in the car and uh, take a drive, and he was on a highway going about 32 miles an hour when a, straight, a state trooper saw someone driving this car and not doing a really good job of it. So the state trooper pulled the car over, He walked up and he was surprised because there's nobody, couldn't see anybody in the driver's seat. Then when he got to the window, he looked down and there's a five-year-old kid pushed way up in the seat so he could grab, you know, so he could uh, use the the brake pedals and the acceleration. The, The cop's like, what the heck? How old are you? And the kid said, I'm five years old and I'm going to California because I want to buy a Lamborghini. My mom said I can't, but I've got $3, and I'm going to go to my sister who lives in California. She's going to help me. Nice. So today it turns out that, you know, of course, this made major headlines because it's such a weird, cute uh, story.
4: And disturbing also.
2: (laughs) It's disturbing. Some local person in Utah in this young boy's town has a Lamborghini. He came to the house and said, you may be, you know, under sort of, you know, lockdown because of you are being a, a bad kid, but let me take you for a ride. So the mom held the kid in her lap, which also is against the against There's the a
8: lot
4: wrong with this story.
2: And then they went for a little ride around the block, apparently, just around the block to assuage the kid's uh, curiosity about uh, having a Lamborghini. Weird story number one. Okay.
4: All right. I mean, that's kind of nice and... Upsetting at the same time.
2: Weird story number two. Okay. Yesterday, uh, (laughs) I never knew this person even existed. Grimes, who I went and listened to her music. Grimes and her boyfriend. It's like techno pop. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Grimes and her boyfriend, Elon Musk, Mm -hmm. he of the the Tesla and SpaceX, had a baby. Uh, The baby's name is X-A-E-A-12. (laughs) <laughs> yep, and so Grimes got on Twitter apparently, and she tried to explain what the baby's unpronounceable name is. So she says X is the unknown variable, AE my Elven spelling of AI. Love. Oh,
4: that's Elvin. Okay, yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've seen that. It's, it's or, like a one. It's like one letter. They're right. they're they're smashed together.
2: Love and or artificial intelligence, and A twelve is. A precursor to the SR seventeen, which is their favorite aircraft. And then she wrote, No weapons, no defense, just speed, great in battle, but nonviolent. And A equals Archangel, my favorite song. Okay, so then cut to Elon Musk's Twitter account, and he says, No, sorry. Um you're hit making cut for yourself. We got to cut you some slack because you uh, inverted the two numbers of the SR seventy-one, right? Uh, which is it's, so it's not SR seventeen; it's SR seventy-one. And she says back to Elon Musk, "Hey, I just had surgery, and I just gave birth to your baby. So uh, just back off."
4: <laughs> okay, <laughs> there's I mean, so much wrong with Twitter. I, I don't just- know. I can't.
2: You're having your first family feud on Twitter about the strange name of your baby.
4: Wow. I feel like an explanation that long is just too much when it comes to a baby's name.
2: I think they should just name the kid Bob. Right. Mm -hmm. Just keep it simple. Let's go
4: straight. Let's go the monosyllabic route like your parents did, John. Bob
2: is good. John Hall. John Keith Hall, my friend. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's fine. Right. I get some sad news about. Um,
4: yeah, Ted Nugent died today.
2: What the heck, man! No,
4: I was sad to hear that. Ted Nugent was only sixty-six years old. Um, passed away of a uh, cardiac arrest. It happened apparently at his home. Uh, he was having some. Uh, he was in some medical distress, and some EMTs came, and he was able to communicate with them for a bit, um, and then felt unresponsive, and they were not able to revive him. So Holy sad smokes. news about Ted.
2: Yeah, yeah. Ted Nugent. I mean, you know, he's a major star in the in the '70s, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, for a lot of people, he was sort of like you know a bastion of conservatism, wasn't he?
4: Oh, right? big time.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, big
4: gun, guns rights activist. Uh, big anti uh, drug activist. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he. I think he had a talk show for a while, John.
2: Everybody's got a talk show, calf. You know that. What's well, a big I deal mean, about you know. having
4: a talk show, right? Everybody's yeah, no. got one. Heck,
2: yeah, you know.
4: Um, and uh, also, hey, you know, for all the years that we have happily shopped at the Green Tree Giant Eagle, oh. and our love and appreciation go out to all the people who work there because they're so pleasant. And in spite of the fact that the entire Parkway Center Mall was torn down around them, they still <laughs> showed up for work. It was a great little place to yeah. uh, shop, but no longer no no uh, curbside only john
2: yeah so they have converted the entire green tree giant eagle which i have spent many a happy uh time at the green tree giant eagle um now it's totally shut down for in-store purchasing you have to do the which i've yet to do the giant eagle curbside app and that is the only like sort of centrally located place so they're drawing people from the west and from the south Mm -hmm. and using that so you can't go in the store but as they you know Someone's shopping for you. You come out, pick up your stuff, and you're good to go. Hmm. So fare you well, Green Tree John yes. Deagle.
4: Our very best to all of you, mm, yeah. John. Did anything in the article indicate how the employees felt about that change?
2: Uh they didn't talk about the the employees, okay. which is unfortunate, right?
4: Yeah. All right. Uh, well, they've got a
2: job, right? Yeah, and sure. the funny thing is, it's in the Post Gazette the article, and I recognized several of the people uh, of that I know in the photos
4: because there are people.
2: Yeah,
5: they are our right.
4: People. Anyway, okay. Well, our affection goes out to all of those folks as they yep. adjust to a whole new line of work like a lot of us are doing. Yes. And um, all right, I think it's time to step away.
2: Okay. Dr. Mm-hmm. Karen Swallow-Prior is going to be with us in a little bit. We're going to talk about the favorite books of Vincent Van Gogh, which might cool. surprise you. Stick around for that. It's The Ride Home with John and Kathy here on Word FM.
7: WORD.
3: Turning Point with
10: David Jeremiah. Life is difficult. Life is hard. It's not getting any easier. But here's what I know that's so wonderfully triumphant for every one of us. There's not
2: anything you're ever going to experience or experiencing now that Jesus doesn't understand. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his series, The Jesus You May Not Know. Next time on
1: Turning Point. This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD.
15: Today, we have over 200 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. Give my office a call today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial now for your free information kit.
13: 800-290-7100. That's 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100.
11: Liberty Mutual Insurance Company helps you customize your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Unlike things you paid for you didn't need, like the VACnado 2000. A Wi-Fi connected vacuum that uploads Dust Bunny data to the cloud for real-time optimization. (laughs) Whatever that means. But really, it's just a very expensive doggy chew toy. With Liberty Mutual, get customized home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need.
10: Connecting you with new customers.
2: One of the most uh, popular artists worldwide, which is um, really ironic in a way, is uh, Vincent Van Gogh. And of course, uh, if you know anything about Van Gogh, he suffered throughout his life with a uh, crushing uh, mental illness. Mm-hmm. But because of the works of his brother and uh, his sister-in-law... His works and letters survive to this day, which give us a really unique perspective on truly one of the greatest artists of all time. So, Kath, uh, not that long ago, was it last summer? July, yeah. Okay. Last summer, you yourself were in Amsterdam mm-hmm. and were able to uh, firsthand visit the Vincent Van Gogh Museum. Yeah. You're going to talk to us about that and Vincent Van Gogh's books, Karen Swallow Pryor. Hey, Karen.
16: Hey, you guys. How are you these days?
2: We're good, good. Karen. How you doing? Good.
16: How are you managing, my friend? <laughs> Um, I'm doing what you're doing, staying home and trying to work from there. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's very weird, 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 weird. Right. So Kath, okay. So there you are in Amsterdam. Uh, You love Van Gogh. You went and saw the museum.
16: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I spent a whole day there. Um, it's a, just a spectacular place. I love museums. One of the things I love is every museum kind of has its own vibe. Like the, the people who, um, curate the museum have, it has its own flavor. It has its own personality. The thing that, to me, was totally unique about the Van Gogh Museum is how much affection, sincere affection the people who work there have for the artist. Really? I mean, there's something about his frailty, um, his mental illness, the the uh, vulnerability and confusion and frustration that we read in his letters, I think that make him our, like, Our friend, our Mm -hmm, Um, co-sufferer, the people who worked there, John, were just so honored. They talk about him in the, you know, they talk about him by his first name. Vincent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They say, well, Vincent did there. Vincent did. Or, you know, go down and see what Vincent did. I mean, it's really, it's really unusual. And I loved it.
2: Oh, that's cool. So uh, we saw an article, Vincent Van Gogh's favorite books. It was at uh, openculture.com. Karen, uh, you've had a chance to look at this as well. Are, Are you a fan of Van Gogh at all?
16: It's so funny because Kathy and I always talk about how we were like sisters separated at birth. Yeah. <laughs> Van Gogh is probably my favorite artist. I do really? love him, although I've never been to his museum in Amsterdam, but I've seen some of his paintings at the National Museum in Washington, and I just I love his work and his story. So, um mm-hmm. yes, I am. John <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't it wonderful, Karen? I don't know how much you've delved into his letters, but I think it is that sense of he's he's just a co-sufferer in life that people look at him and they, they don't see, you know, one of the greatest artists of all time. They see a mortal soul.
16: Hmm. And, I, you know, one of the parts of his story that I think is so poignant, I share this with my students a lot, is how he, you know, he and part of it was his mental illness, but essentially he felt like he had to choose between his art and the church because it wasn't a place for his art in the church, and he chose art. And that is so tragic and unnecessary, and we should not be feeling like we have to make that choice. Um, so, yeah.
2: So there's Very Vincent point, yes. van Gogh, the man. I mean, early on in his life, before he turned to his artistic endeavors, he was, he was a pastor. He was part of the church. But in many ways, it was just like you're saying, Karen, was not a good fit for him.
16: Mm, Yes. Um, But the church needs more artists, and um, artists need the church, so...
2: So uh in this book or in the in the article Vincent Van Gogh's favorite books uh, as as I said when he came in his brother Theo uh, had these beautiful letters which you know included the sacred and profane and in the reading list I think in many ways it sort of it shows the personality of uh, Vincent Van Gogh. Let's talk about some of these. Kath as we looked at this list you said that you you had read four of the I've books. I've
4: only read four of these books.
2: Um I mean and I had read eight, but only because there's some Shakespeare in there, which you know sort of bumped the level up. Care, what about you? um uh, familiarity <laughs> with the, the books that Vincent van Gogh read?
16: There were a few here i didn't I didn't count them there were a few i uh, somewhere probably between four and eight the Shakespeare um and a few of the other works um so yes yeah, so i've re- I've read a number of them, but and I'm familiar with both, but haven't read them all so. Okay, Karen. So for for all the
4: conversation there's been over the last six weeks on people's bookshelves, right? So, you know, people are videotaping themselves (laughs) or getting on a Zoom call in front of their bookshelves and people are looking at the books and saying, okay, now what does that tell us about the person? And I can't (laughs) believe he has the Da Vinci Code or (laughs) I can't believe that person has New Testament. Um, What do these books do you think tell us about Vincent van Gogh?
16: Well, like I said, I think he had excellent taste. An interesting thing, I mean, I, I love some of his selections, and maybe we'll get into the, some of those, but as I'm looking at the dates of most of the the works that he liked, it's so interesting because many of them were contemporary works or you know, newer works mm-hmm. then um, that ha- have since passed the test of time and we understand to be classics, but they weren't necessarily so then. And so he obviously was keeping up on on newer publications coming out during or near his lifetime and reading them and so he really did have good taste i think because he saw things that you know time would tell us later um were great works
2: yeah okay so um let's look at something uh kath or 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 karen what do you think you want to talk about something that sort of strikes your fancy
4: Lay Miz, of course, is the first one that strikes me. I don't know if that's the longest one there. The Bible's probably longer than Lay Miz, though. Lay okay. Miz does give it a run for its money. Um, talk about Lay what 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 are your feelings about the book? Um, do you, do you see? I mean, there's a ton of artistic value in it, obviously.
16: There, there is, and I I do have to confess that I haven't read the complete version of Lay Lay I read. An abridged version in French uh, when I was studying French. <laughs> okay. so, um, but it's you know, of course, it it is a classic work, and the musical is one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. And it would make sense that this is you know he's reading uh, reading a work of you know prominent European culture uh, that was uh, you know part of his part of his era, um, and I think that the article points out that there is sort of a a touch of romanticism in his yeah. reading list and i think that definitely comes through uh, and les yes. mis is a, is a great example of that
4: yeah and karen let me just say parenthetically that i i did read all of les mis and there's a lot oh about God. cheese a and lot of cheese talk there's a lot about cheese there's a lot that really didn't have to be in there and i would say if any book deserves an abridgment it's that one as much as i <laughs> loved it so
16: <laughs> a lot of about the system
4: <laughs> yeah there's just there's just some things I didn't need to read about um anyway, Karen, so the romantic thing is is one way to look at van Gogh also the the moralism uh, that's another thing that the the mm. writer of the article brings out. I think that's a good point. um Some of these books are telling a moral tale
16: that Van Gogh clearly wanted to hang his hat on hmm. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, Dickens is on his list, and of course, I mean, it's a Christmas Carol, and everyone loves a Christmas Carol. But sure. Dickens is very much a moral writer, and a Christmas Carol is a very moralistic tale. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I think that goes his his taste, Van Gogh's taste in moral stories goes back to this this the core of his being, which was connected to the church, and um, and. You know, he was deep, his Christian background is deep and thick and uh, immersed in everything that he does, even his paintings.
2: Yeah, I mean, when I look at the list, what's interesting to me, what really pops out is that Van Gogh was reading um, Uncle Tom's Cabin. So I mean, there's a, you know, that was uh, uh, written, what, 1851, they say. Mm -hmm. And to think that Uncle Tom's Cabin had made, you know, worldwide distribution at that point when Van Gogh was alive. And it was also translated into various languages. I mean, I wonder how exotic that story would be to a Frenchman to think about American slavery and, you know, a black America, how that would work in a Frenchman's lives as he read that story.
16: Hmm. Of course, and, and I mean, again, we go back to Les Mis, which was another story of of, of freedom and liberation of a different kind and in a different setting. Um, but clearly, this was a theme of his as well. Yeah,
4: Karen. Um, just out of these books that we're seeing on the list of Van Gogh's favorites, and the things that if Van Gogh were alive and carrying on a Zoom meeting, we would see behind him <laughs> on his shelf. Um, what's your favorite?
16: My favorite is Voltaire's Candide. Um, that is actually one of my favorite works of literature is it? um, yes it's a lesser known one um, but it's, uh, it's it's satirical uh, which is one of my favorite genres and uh, very philosophical and it it's it's basically kind of has fun with um, the, the the school of thought known as philosophical optimism um, which is you know, Epitomized um, by the by a, a poem in Alex by Alexander Pope, where he says that, that essentially that everything that's in the world is right because God made it right, um, and which is sort of like today's version of, of uh, Calvinism, which is is Van Gogh's background. Um, and can, uh, Voltaire would have none of that. Voltaire did not accept. God's sovereignty is an answer mm-hmm. for the suffering in the world. And this is his satirical um, examination of that. It's, it's a brutal work, but very brilliant and very funny. And I love okay. that Van Gogh loved it.
2: Fabulous. So w- why don't we do this? Instead of reading the entire list, Let's post this on our Facebook page, sure. Vincent van Gogh's favorite books. There's probably, uh, what do you say, 12 or 15 uh, titles mm-hmm. here, uh, of various uh, classes. It would have been hard
4: to jam them all in behind him on his Zoom screen. I'm sure, sure would he, have been. Yeah, maybe yeah. he would have left a couple of them out because they were
7: just too thick or large.
2: Yeah. Hey, care. before you leave, it's okay. So uh, formerly uh, an English professor at Liberty University, you're now on the move. So in the midst of the, the COVID pandemic, uh, school's out for you, but you're ready to start someplace fresh.
16: I am, or I'm in in the middle of making that transition. I'm I'm about to submit my final grades after 21 years, my final final grades after 21 years at Liberty University, and over the summer, I'll be transitioning to my new role as Research Professor of English and Christianity and Culture at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, a change I never saw coming, but I'm so excited about um, a whole new chapter, and I hope to take you guys with me and you'll still have me on. Okay. Terrific. Karen,
4: we got to go. We're up against it. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
11: Got milk? We sure do. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Spring House. And boy, do we have milk. That 130-cow herd of ours just keeps on producing. They don't give one hoot about a world health pandemic going on. Come on out to the Spring House in Washington County, Pennsylvania for farm fresh milk that we pasteurize, homogenize, and bottle right here at the Spring House when my brother Sam brings it over the hill from the milking barn. We share a lot about our homemade meals and baked goods, but cows are the heart and soul of our dairy farm and country store. To say thank you for your unwavering support during these uncertain times and to lend a helping hand to our customers we are offering all three kinds of white milk at a huge discount two ninety five a gallon as long as we can keep up our family is so blessed by so many folks stopping by and thanking us for being open and we are blessed to be open let us share a little bit of our farm with you 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com
3: in business today Being ready is more challenging than ever. As you work to keep your doors open and employees and customers protected, Centos is here to help. Our trucks can deliver essential supplies like soap, microfiber towels, disposable gloves, paper towels, toilet tissue, and safety glasses. We can even sanitize your restrooms. We'll serve you with the speed and dedication you need. Learn how Centos can help your business stay ready at Cintas.com.
10: If you are a caregiver for a family member or loved one, this is an important message. Excel Home Care will pay you to take care of your family member or loved one. Yes, you heard right. You can actually get paid to provide care for those you love. To learn more, contact Excel Home Care today and get started right now. Care and quality when you need it. XL Home Care. 412-212-8950. 412-212-8950. XL Home Care, a help at home company.
1: Pittsburgh Theological Seminary prepares students for ministry in the way of Jesus with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, and Doctor of Ministry degree programs and certificates. Perfect for students with full-time employment pursuing a seminary education. Learn more at pts.edu.
11: I get this warm feeling every single time we have special needs patients in our office. Their needs are not that different from anybody else. Spending the time with that patient is very rewarding to me.
1: Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com.
2: All right. Well, it's uh, it's beautiful out there right now, but apparently uh, Frosty the Snowman's coming back. What the hell?
4: I just, I want some sun. I sat out in the sun this morning and early yeah. afternoon as long as I could. I soaked up as much vitamin D as I could possibly uh, take in at one time. And then I came in to do some show prep and I saw this article waiting for me, John, on yeah. my desktop. Would you like to hear the headline? Uh,
2: not really, but go ahead.
4: This Mother's Day weekend could be colder than Christmas. Oh my gosh. And a bomb cyclone and thunder snow may be on tap.
2: Wait a second. What is a bomb cyclone? Why are all these people like giving doomsday to us all the time in their versions? I can't
4: stand it. They're talking about a bizarre spring weather pattern that is going to sweep unseasonably raw weather east of the Rockies. I'm reading from USA Today.
2: East of the Rockies, that's like, you know, three quarters of the country.
4: That's exactly what I thought. (laughs) So, so frost is possible as far south as the Carolinas and southeast, according to Weather Channel, wet snow, likely Friday night, Saturday in parts of the northeast. And that's where we are.
2: Very good. All right. All right. So don't rush out and cover over your plants. I mean, you know, they're going to survive, right? I mean, how about
4: I make like beef stew for Mother's Day?
2: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. And put on some uh, woody pajamas and some turtlenecks. Right? Happy Mother's Day. Do you have special plans for Mother's Day?
4: Uh, not that I know of.
2: Okay, good, because you're staying mm-hmm. inside. Yeah, exactly. All right, we'll take a break, come back uh, during the five o'clock hour. We have uh, much more ahead. We're going to talk about the movies and what we're missing at the movies. All right. Stay warm.
7: We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORD FM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app by heart, tune in, and at radio.com.
5: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump is celebrating the National Day of Prayer ceremony in the White House Rose Garden with distinguished speakers. Vice President Pence and the First Lady will also be participating. The criminal case against President Trump's first National Security Advisor, Michael Flynn, will be dropped by the Justice Department. President Trump quickly celebrating that decision and said he hoped a big price would be paid by those who had brought it. The case was brought by special counsel Robert Mueller. Prosecutors said General Flynn had tried to, or had lied to the FBI about his conversations with the Russian ambassador in a January 2017 interview. Stocks were higher as Wall Street had its best gain of the week. The Dow gained 211 points today. The Nasdaq up 125 and the S&P 500 ahead 32. This is SRN News.
6: You work hard to teach your children biblical values that will set them up for a great life, serving God and honoring Him in all that they do. But what happens when you drop them off at college and progressive professors seek to undo in one semester all of the Christian values you spent 18 years teaching them? What can you do to make sure your children don't become casualties of a culture gone crazy and make sure that they hold the values you taught them? For a limited time, you can watch No Safe Spaces, a film that raises awareness of how the many things we cherish today are at risk and what you can do to fight back. Go to Nosafespaces.com and use the code SAVE25 to save 25%. That's Nosafespaces.com, promo code SAVE25. Don't let the culture steal your children from you watch No Safe Spaces, and learn how to fight back to protect your family. Oh, whale! Guys, whale!
1: Wow, whale. Oh, that's a big whale. Um, okay. Whale, whale, whale. Oh, no, whale!
0: tides can turn quick on the water. Progressive's Boat Insurance has you covered. Get a quote today in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com.
1: At least it wasn't a shark, am I right?
0: (laughs) (sighs) Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Do you
14: or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire, at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years' experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at dennisspira.com.
4: Brides come in all beautiful shapes and sizes. And at URB Bridal Informal in Bethel Park, every dress can be custom made to celebrate everyone, including hard to find plus sizes. High fashion, private label designs made to order, as flattering to your budget as they are to your neckline. Enjoy a personalized, no pressure, luxury shopping experience, complete with complimentary champagne and chocolate, and see the entire selection. Find a dress that celebrates you because you are beautiful at urbbridal.com.
14: Cloudy for tonight, low 40. Much colder with periods of rain tomorrow, high 41. Friday night, clouds breaking, cold, low 26. Mostly cloudy, windy, and cold on Saturday, high 44. For Sunday, breezy with sun and clouds, high 56. And Monday, a brief shower or two with a high 47. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb.
3: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the
2: Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. The Thursday edition of The Ride Home. So it's Thursday, and uh, in these weird times, if you're a guy or if you want to honor your mom, right, uh, what do you do? You can't run out to the store unless you're going to CVS and going to buy some you know, candy bars. or Take her off know,
4: for lunch. Oh, wait.
2: You can't take out for lunch no, mm. no.
4: order flowers
2: can't uh, uh can you order flowers I get a uh, florist open
4: I, I hear well I hear the florists I think florists are closed here in our area yeah
2: okay so I went online you know because I thought my florist was closed I just assumed he was closed but I went like to you know to one of the big ones you know 1-800 you know flower whatever that thing is and <laughs> the, you know they were through the roof yeah you know that thing you know, 1-800-TELA-FLORIST. Anyway, the flowers, I mean, I buy tulips, which are fairly inexpensive flowers. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. I don't know what I'm going to do this year. Maybe I'll do okay. some paper flowers. I think know? you
4: should do some paper flowers. All
2: right. You know, I'd some, like to see that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so... If you're a guy and you're like waiting to the last minute, this is like the last minute right now. Yeah, right, really I
4: is. think the last minute is passed.
2: Mm-hmm. I yeah. actually
4: think whatever you do, you're going to be late at this point. <laughs> but you know what? If you're a mom and you're going to get hacked off that people didn't make advance plans off. for your Mother's Day, get Don't over get yourself. Yeah, sorry, get just get over yourself. There's a lot going on.
2: Yeah, you like Mother's Day yourself? I
4: sure, I do like you Mother's like Day. Be- my my birthday and Mother's Day are always in the same week, so oh. it's like a two for one deal. Right. But I saw this article, John, that made me think of uh. Things that actually can make a difference, not something that's going to be like, okay, I'm going to, I need to hurry up and find a gift for my mom. No, these are things that the title of the article is the things my mom told me to buy that she was right about. Okay, so like, these are not necessarily things you're going to buy for your mom. These are things you're going to thank your mom for if she told you to buy
2: them. Okay, so motherly consumer wisdom is yes, what we're going exactly. for Exactly.
4: Would you right? like to hear what this particular yeah, I, mom yeah, has recommended?
2: I want to sort of compare notes. If my mom told me to buy these things,
4: this is a uh, an article from USA Today. Okay. Okay. The very first thing. Mm-hmm. Good
2: sheets. Good sheets. Uh-huh. All right.
4: Mm-hmm. No, you don't. You don't feel strongly about that.
2: No, I, I enjoy good sheets now because I'm I'm always an outlier here because year round we choose to do um, uh, what are the winter sheets people uh, flannel flannel we do flannel sheets in the winter and that? summer
4: how can you do that in the summer
2: you'd be surprised
4: that makes t- that makes me feel a little sick inside
2: it's not it's not it's not it's highly recommended is, what is it, it
4: highly is. recommended yes
2: it is okay. they will keep you cooler the flannel sheets keep you cool
4: okay yeah my
2: All mom right. never told me to buy flannel sheets this is something we found on our own sure okay.
4: I think you like good, good sheets? I think they're very important.
2: A good quality thread count. Yeah. Now, here's a-
4: the thing, and you're going to get all over me about this, and I don't care. Both of you, Mike and John, can judge me, yeah. but I am strong and will persevere. Okay, good. I have purchased a lot of high thread count sheets mm-hmm. at yard sales and use them happily.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like buying somebody's underwear.
4: It's... <laughs> It's nothing no, it like is. buying it, someone's it underwear. It it's is not
2: because they've been laying on them for how many untold there's years.
4: First of all, and they're they shedding
2: ne- on those. They're they, shedding.
4: Okay. Shedding. Two things.
2: And they're One, moist on top there's a this.
4: washing machine in my home. Uh, uh, Second of all, they might never have used the sheets. What do you know?
2: May it might never have used it. I'm not doing that. Seriously. People oh, are I, shedding all over those sheets. And I'll they, tell you, one I probably
4: in. have, you know, between my children and my husband and I, I bet I have eight sets of sheets in my really? house. You know Six that, of them are from yard sales.
2: Really? See, it reminds me of like, you know, uh, a Christmas carol because in a Christmas carol, <laughs> we know when, uh, when Ebenezer Scrooge dies, what's the first thing they do? They go and get his sheets off his bed and they sell them. That is not a good thing.
6: And if I'd be there
4: saying, you know what? Can I get half off of that? I don't
2: think so. Yeah, because somebody died Seriously. on those. So Seriously. I guess it's, we'll it's, give you half it's, off.
4: It's 3 p.m. You guys are going to be closing up around 4. How about a 50% off? <laughs>
2: yeah, because thousands of people have already walked by those used sheets, and no one's bought them. So welcome. Number two. All right.
4: A heated mattress pad.
2: I'm not doing that. My mom would never either. tell me to do that. I'm not doing that. What, my mom? A heated mattress yeah. pad?
4: Yeah. No. I mean,
2: everybody knows you don't want to have a heated blanket. It's not no. good for your, you know, no. your rhythms of the like body it. throughout the night. Okay.
4: However, let's mm-hmm. take the heated out of it. How do you feel about a mattress pad?
2: Oh, thumbs up on a mattress pad. <gasps>
4: don't yeah. you? Isn't that important? I lived like many decades of my life without ever investigating yeah. a mattress pad. Well,
2: because because they've become a thing more recently in they're the past decade or nice. so. Oh, yeah. They're very, work? very nice. That's good stuff.
4: I also got one of those at a yard sale.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: they see you coming. They're happy.
4: Okay, number three. Yep, fresh flowers.
2: Yes, I. Mm. If if I was, you know, a a man of means, yes, I would surround myself daily with Mm -hmm. fresh flowers. Me too. Right there is something about having the scent and the beauty. uh, I mean, visually. I mean, who doesn't? I love fresh flowers so Mm. much. Me too. Mm -hmm.
4: I absolutely do. Now this one is going to be kind of girl specific. Though Mike might want to weigh in and say that this is important to him. I don't <laughs> want, a girl. I don't whoa, want whoa. to
2: minimize. I don't want to I
8: don't want to
4: minimize. I don't want to minimize his daily routine, but number yeah. 4 is finding the right blow dryer.
2: Oh. Um,
4: <laughs> no, look at Mike's like, "Nah. No.
2: Okay. I don't nah, need a blow dryer." Yeah. Mike do you use a blow dryer?
4: Uh, okay. occasionally.
2: Okay. okay. Kathy used a blow dryer. Oh, every darn day. Every day.
4: Oh, no, every day.
2: Yeah. I used to use a blow dryer every day. Look what happened to me. Yeah. Okay. All that heat. Fry All it right out. off. One okay. day using a blow dryer, like half my head flew off. I was like, okay, enough of that. I'm going to stop using the blow dryer.
4: Number five. Okay. A bathrobe and slippers.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yes or no? Yes.
4: Okay. On both.
2: Uh, well, not in the summertime. I'm not going to use slippers in the summertime. Okay. In the wintertime, you know, my love affair with my booties, well, which I would also call. <laughs> you right? and your booties. Now, boot, here's the deal. Yeah. I have a really nice winter bathrobe, okay. but not necessarily a nice summer mm. bathrobe. Mm-hmm. And that's important.
4: Yeah, I got a nice one at Goodwill. <laughs>
7: All right. <laughs>
4: Mike, uh, how do you feel about robe and slippers? Two thumbs up.
7: Okay, I love it. I love it. And in fact, one of my friends has this uh this towel warmer. Yeah. And he puts his robe in the towel warmer.
4: Jeez, and that rate. would be hmm. nice. Yeah. Yes. Really? Listen, yeah. when I was in Europe over the summer, yeah. I was not staying in like super nice establishments. I was in youth hostels.
2: Yeah.
4: Um, do you know that they have heated towel racks in youth hostels in Germany? Oh, do they? Oh.
2: They know how to live. So right? you're
4: paying 50 bucks a night. Yeah. For two people. So you're paying $25 each Mm -hmm. and you get a warm towel in the morning. Yes. Sign me up for that. Nothing like that. Number six. Here's the last one. Okay. The right kitchen tools for what you cook.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Williams Sonoma is in business or any other kitchen place, right? Yeah.
4: But then Williams Sonoma can trick you because they can make you think that you need every tool. You know what I mean?
2: Like a melon scoop. Right. To be a success in
4: the kitchen. But I think what you need to decide are the things that you eat and then the tools you need to make that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't need a thing to make sushi. You know, if I'm eating sushi, I'm going out to get it. I'm not making it. So I don't need need, like sushi tools.
2: No, no. What you need is a good, uh, uh, good set of knives. And that is a right that Very covers important. A, a multitude of sins.
4: A good set of knives and a good knife sharpener.
2: Mm-hmm. And then okay. you
4: need to sharpen your knives every week. Okay, yeah. here's a, here's a uh, kitchen tool that I would list as, other than knives, my number one tool that I use in the kitchen. Are What's you ready?
2: That? Yeah. Tongs. Oh, yeah. Different size tongs.
4: I have six sets of tongs.
2: Whoa, wee. Mm-hmm. And they're different sizes little tongs, big tongs. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I like. I believe
4: I, I. use that. I use them for everything.
2: Tongs. Mm-hmm. I
4: love a tongue.
2: Yeah, I just want to say the word because don't you like the word tongue?
4: When I said I, I love a tongue, it all of a sudden it sounded bad. somewhere. no,
2: no, I like that, and I, like I was sorry that
4: I'd said it like that.
2: What do you think the uh, what's the uh, you know the thread of the uh, the lineage of the word tong? Where does that come from?
4: It sounds like it might be uh, Middle Eastern or, or uh, Asian, something from an island.
2: Tonga is an yeah. island, isn't it? Yeah, not? so
4: maybe it's maybe some like island theme.
2: Yes, a little tong would be nice. I don't know, anyway. Yeah. Okay,
4: so the moral of the story in these six things is mm-hmm. uh, that was a smart mom and she told her child, you should invest in smart things.
2: Right, my guess is though your mom would not tell you to go buy you sheets from a yard sale.
4: Listen, this mom- is telling people to do that.
2: (laughs) Those girls of yours, okay. They'll they'll be scouring yard sales nationwide. Exactly. Okay, take a break, come back. Uh, We're going to talk about film, the movies. Film critic uh, Alyssa Wilkinson, who joins us from Vox.com, going to talk about what's going to happen to the movies now that there are no movies. Stick around for that. And viewing favorites. 101.5
7: WORD.
0: Next time on PowerPoint with Jack Graham.
2: Why is it that so many broken people
0: ran to Jesus for help? Because he understands our pain and our sorrow and our grief. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah, he is a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. Tune in next time
3: for PowerPoint with Jack Graham. PowerPoint tonight at 930 on 101.5 WORD.
15: The following is a true story. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare.
13: Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently.
15: Called her and everybody that I had sold timeshare to and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. If we take you as a client, we will cancel your time, sir, or we'll give your money back. That's what makes us different.
13: Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-515-1771. That's 800-515-1771. 800-515-1771.
11: At the Original Mattress Factory, we believe that selecting your new mattress is a decision that's too important to rush. You should only purchase a mattress when you're ready and you're assured you got the best value. That's why we offer our lowest and best price to everyone, every day. You don't have to wait for a holiday weekend, haggle with a sales associate, or face the pressure of a today-only sale. You can take your time and make a choice that is right for you, knowing that you'll always get our best price. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more.
1: At the Original Mattress Factory, we don't just have a low-pressure sales approach, we have a no-pressure sales approach. At OMF, you'll never feel pressure to buy when you're not ready. You can feel free to shop around, test out our mattresses as many times as you need to, and quiz our team on anything about the mattress industry. We're here to help make your mattress buying experience better, not pressure you into a purchase you're not ready to make. Stop by an OMF store today to experience the no pressure original mattress factory difference for yourself.
10: This is John Samick, owner of Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. All of our cleaning and disinfection services use hospital grade EPA registered products. Contact us to provide peace of mind for your employees. The man, the yellow man. Service Master. This is John Samick, owner of Service Master Greater Pittsburgh. Our specialty cleaning services can provide the peace of mind your customers and employers need as your business reopens. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master Greater Pittsburgh and schedule a consultation today.
4: I need, I need to make a retraction before we go any further in today's show. Uh, Ted Nugent is alive. And well, people, I mentioned earlier that Ted Nugent had passed away because I got a notification on my phone. Ironically, we were talking about notifications and why you should turn them off. Well, this is exactly why. Anyway, I got a notification on my phone a couple hours ago saying that Ted Nugent had passed away at the age of 66. That was incorrect. It turns out that Brian Howe, who was the lead singer of Bad Company, worked with Ted Nugent He is the one who passed away at the age of 66. So forgive me. I apologize sincerely. And maybe I should just go ahead and turn off
2: my notifications. Funny, I just got a notification from Ted Nugent's lawyer who would like to speak (laughs) with you after the show's over.
4: We spoke well of him.
2: (laughs) We did speak well of him.
4: We did speak
2: well of him. Let's turn our eyes to the movies. Alyssa Wilkinson is back with us. She's a film critic at Vox.com, also a professor at King's College. And uh, her uh, book is called How to Survive the Apocalypse, Zombies, Cylons faith in politics at the end of the world. Alyssa is here today to talk to us about movies and what is going to happen in the movies. Alyssa, welcome back. How are you today?
16: I'm doing well. How are you?
2: I can't complain. You know, well, now that we know the that Ted standing. Nugent's
4: alive, we feel a lot better.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's good.
4: laughs>
2: Update upon the Ted Nugent. Okay. let uh, so you make your living, uh, thinking about watching and writing movies. So in these weirdest of weird times, what is going to happen to the movies?
16: Um, you know, nobody really knows yet. Um, I've been talking to a lot of people about that. Everything's up in the air for everyone. Um, as you know, um, a lot of movies and TV shows have suspended production because it's, you know, not possible or possibly just not safe to have large groups of people congregating. Movie sets are already kind of breeding grounds for all kinds of things. So, um yeah. <laughs> So that's prudent um, and also, you know, necessary because of lockdown restrictions and things like that. But California is starting to think about lifting theirs, And of course, you know, there, a lot of production happens in LA. So the big question on everyone's minds is what kind of productions are going to be able to go forward. And there's kind of a couple of possibilities. So certainly if you could, you know, people talk about maybe we quarantine a whole crew together for two weeks and then shoot. Um, you know, that's a possibility, I guess, yeah. um, especially for a very small movie. And I think you're actually going to see small movies and small productions come back faster because it's easier to test everyone to kind of guarantee safety. Um, and that's a really important thing, not just for obvious reasons, but because um, productions need to carry insurance. And insurers, of course, don't want to um, take huge risks. So that's a big part of it. And I think another big part of it is just simply going to be able to have tests available, um, you know, in adequate numbers I that see. people will feel safe and unions will be OK with it. Um, so who knows when that will happen? It could start happening this summer. I think you'll see some stuff being made. Um, but I don't think we're going to see anything like we would normally see during the summer months. Um, and that's going to have weird repercussions for what kind of stuff is available to us. Um, In a few months. And you're not going to see, you know, Mission Impossible, I doubt, will be picking back up its shooting schedule, which is supposed to span the globe and have tons of people um, for all those reasons. Yeah.
2: Okay. So that's interesting. I mean, sometimes when you watch the credits at the end of the, you know, movies, especially the the big blockbusters, there's literally, you know, a thousand or more names connected to that. So because of, you know, the pandemic right now, people are going to minimize their, their, There are film productions. So what about this? I mean, I've been thinking about this, you know, we're we're all at home right now. And of course, everyone's, you know, involved in a glut of of watching whatever. So nine months from now or a year from now, uh, we're waiting for, you know, for Mrs. Maisel season, whatever, and it's not in production. So that pushes everyone's film schedule down the road.
16: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, on the movie side of things, a lot of the big budget movies have, even the completed ones have already been pushed into next year and the year after just, you know, because they need the maximum number of theaters open in order to make the maximum amount of money. Those movies are designed to make a lot of money in countries like, you know, China and India and places like that. Um, so, you know, there's a whole global consideration there. And then, yeah, I mean, you know, there's a whole lot of shows in particular that often run on a really tight timeline, like they might be shooting in, uh the end of the season and editing the beginning of it at the same time. But a lot of those had to either halt production or never even started. So you're going to see um, the timelines get longer on those and that might result in less scripted programming, um, especially this fall and next winter. Um, but you might see more stuff that can be done quickly, like reality TV, for instance, especially, you know, big brother type stuff where everyone's trapped in the same house. Anyhow, you know? right, um, right. So, you know, it's, it's a little hard to tell everyone's scrambling at the moment.
2: Yeah. Okay. We're talking with Alyssa Wilkinson. She's a film critic at Vox.com. So you made reference to films that are already in the can, and you're saying for films that are already being produced, they're going to be kicked down the road maybe a year or two. So I guess that means, you know, you talked in the article about what's going to happen in the movies this year about Cannes and all the, you know, Sundance and all the film festivals. What's going to happen to them?
16: They're all kind of wondering that themselves. I mean, Cannes was supposed to start next week. That's obviously not happening. Um, France is under a pretty strict lockdown right now. Um, there's been talk of delays, but I think it's become pretty clear that this is not probably a viable option for a you know festival that relies on gathering people from all over the world in one space. Um, so they're talking about doing online options, you know, Sundance already happened this year. The next one isn't till January, who knows, you know, um, even the fall film festivals, which are really the ones to watch things like Toronto and Venice, they're talking about what they're going to do. They're trying to prepare for, you know, different scenarios. Um, and you know, the reason most people would even care about that outside of the industry is that that's where, like Oscar movies generally launch. So they kind of get their premiere there and then they spend four or five months campaigning to get an Oscar. So if there's no fall festivals, some filmmakers might decide they don't want to enter their film into the running until the following year when things might be better Mm. for them. So we may end up with a whole bunch of very odd looking um, Oscars, you know, kind of award season this year because there'll be all these little movies that never would have had a chance, but were released. yeah. yeah. Um okay. and the Oscars have made digital releases eligible this year just sort of for the for the time frame of the pandemic. So it's gonna be a weird year. <laughs> huh.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I wonder about the Oscars. I mean, would the Oscars even take place? Who knows? Right. Because I mean, Hollywood doesn't want to gather and get, it, get get each other sick. So that puts, I mean, a whole different slant on thing. I guess the big thing is nobody knows, right? That's what you're saying here consistently. Yeah. Nobody knows about film production. Nobody knows about the award season. Nobody knows about when people are going to come back together. I mean, everything's on the wait and hold and there's a lot of money. And of course, you know, a lot of um, people's mm-hmm. lives into hanging in the balance.
16: A lot of people's lives and a lot of people's livelihoods too. I mean, I think people forget that almost everyone who works in Hollywood is just kind of a normal person living in middle-class life. Like we think yeah. about movie stars and whatever, but these are just like the guys who ride trucks or set up the lights or do the catering. Um, you know, they're already kind of living contract to contract. So, um, you know, putting productions back somehow might help them, um, but also everyone wants to be safe, insurers want to be careful about the risks they're taking, and um, there's a lot of sort of moving pieces here that I think, um, you know, they're hard to think about, but they're also very, very important. Um, I do think we'll have an Oscars next year, but it might look really different from what we're used to.
4: Might be better. Who
2: are we kidding? <laughs> it might be better. Alyssa
4: Wilkinson, film critic for Vox.com. Uh, Alyssa, talk about uh, your life right now. You're at home. What are you watching? What have you seen that you
16: like? Yeah, um, I am at home. Um, I There's a lot of movies coming out. <laughs> there's 10 movies coming out this week alone, like new wow. releases. Yeah. Um, so I'm spending a lot of time at work just trying to wade through them and find the ones that are good. Um, but there's a bunch of good ones this week, actually. Uh, one of my Favorite movies, I think, of the year just came out today. Uh, It's called Driveways. Um, I believe it was shot kind of in upstate New York, which is where I'm from, so it looks familiar. Kind of these leafy suburban neighborhoods, and it has a performance by Brian Dennehy, the great actor who just Mm. passed away about two weeks ago. So um, it's one of his last performances. It is just the most lovely film um, about a little boy and his mother who. Um, go to his aunt's house, she's recently passed away, they go to kind of clean it out, end up staying a little longer than they expected. And he makes friends with the the man next door. Um, And it was just, it surprised me at every moment. I mean, we've seen these kind of unlikely friendship movies before. But this one is not, it's not bombastic. It doesn't have anything huge to say, except that Neighbors are important. Um, and it's just beautiful. Um, so that one's on iTunes and Amazon and all those kinds of platforms. If people want to check it out, I really highly recommend it.
2: Very cool. Driveways, you said.
16: mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. yep.
2: okay, Excellent. Okay. So what else? Tell yeah. us some other things, you know, we're all stuck inside always looking for some interesting and fun things to watch.
16: Yeah. So, I mean, if people are looking for TV, you know, obviously there's a lot of good stuff that's kind of out there. One thing I would direct attention to is, um, this uh, show called The Innocence Files that's on Netflix, um, It's it sort of tells stories through a 10 documentary-style episodes of people that The Innocence Project has helped, and this is an organization that helps, um, you know, ba- basically free people who are wrongfully convicted and on death yeah. row um, or lifetime imprisonment. And so there are really all these very, very interesting stories that will kind of scratch the true crime bug, but they have a little bit of a... Um, you know, a, a push to them to help us understand where sometimes the justice system doesn't perform justice um, and some of the ways that that can happen. So I really, really liked it. Um, the three of the documentarians involved are Oscar winners. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a pretty, um, pretty amazing show on Netflix. That one's really great.
4: Um, Alyssa, you know, let me
16: interrupt you. What's that called again? That one is called The Innocence Files. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and nice. it's on Netflix. Yeah. So That's that was good. really good. Um, You know, there's just been a lot of great, great films that have have hit the uh, like iTunes. Um, One I'm thinking of right now is The Assistant, which I think I may have talked about before. But um, it's a it's a very slow, very quiet drama that's also extremely tense about a girl who is an assistant in an office that basically basically is Harvey Weinstein's office. But you never see the boss. You only kind of Mm. hear him. And instead, you watch her go through um, a one full work day. Um, and so you do watch her do things like pour cereal and make copies, but you're also right there with her as she's starting to understand what might be going on in this office and wondering why people aren't confronting it. So I think a big question that people have had is if people knew that, you know, a predator like Harvey Weinstein was doing what he was doing, why didn't anyone stop him? Mm-hmm. And the movie kind of gets inside the heads of, you know, what is it like to be in that position? And um. How do people let those things go on? So that's that right, one's right. also on iTunes and all of those things.
2: The assistant. That's good. Hey, um, I've not watched it yet, but it's in my it's in my queue. Um, and I've uh, seen uh, people talk about it. Um, unorthodox. Have you seen this?
16: I have. Yes. Um. Yeah. It came out. I think mid March, and people just seem to be picking up on it now. Um, it's great. It's four episodes long. It's based on a memoir of a woman who was in an ultra-Orthodox Jewish community and basically fled, although maybe for reasons that are unexpected. And um, so it's a four-episode drama series kind of based on her story. Really great performance from um, an Israeli actress, uh, Shira Haas, in in sort of the central role. But it's also just kind of an exploration of both what it's like to live inside that community and also why people leave and the difficulties that are inherent that's in right, that. Cool.
2: Excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's, how about, um, anything like, you know, um, for a family audience, uh, that's, uh, interesting that people can watch.
16: Yeah, I, uh, well, so this is a kind of a, your mileage may vary because it's not a new release. Um, but Netflix just got, um, Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory, you know, the old one with, uh, um, oh, yeah. with King it. Wilder. Um, they also have the newer one that with Johnny Depp, but, I grew up watching the Gene Wilder version, and I just think, you know, it's a little scary maybe for tiny kids, but it's super fun for older kids. And it's a weird, weird movie from 1971 based on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, So that was pretty exciting. Same with, you know, Back to the Future, which, again, is like, you know, depending on the age of your kids might be appropriate or not. But that movie just landed on netflix as well and um i've been hearing from people who are you know kind of rediscovering the things they loved when they were kids oh, that are really starting good. to show Very back nice. up again
2: Melissa <laughs> uh, wilkinson from vox.com where she's the film critic hey listen before you leave us though just check in talk to us about uh new york new york mm-hmm. um uh, i know you're living you know in a an apartment there what's it like for you day to day are you like uh, cool cool are you losing your mind
16: um, well, luckily, I live near Prospect Park, um, which is one of the big parks in town. So I right. do go out there walking pretty often this big, huge kind of pond, lake thing in the middle. And I watch the ducks and people go by with their dogs and stuff. Um, you know, and I, and I can look out my window and see people walking by all the time with masks on. So that's become the thing in the last month is people actually wearing masks in public. Um Good. And a good thing is a lot of the restaurants in our neighborhood that had shut down completely seem to be reopening for takeout and delivery. So right. it's encouraging yeah. that they're they're able to do that. But, you know, there's a lot of it's still a lot of scary stuff. Our cases are starting to drop, but we don't know what will happen once where, you know, right. restrictions are lifted a little bit. And so there's part part of that, part of just looking at cases going up in other parts of the country and hoping that it doesn't hit as hard as it did here. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we could always use your prayers, of course, um, yeah. but New York is pretty good at weathering a crisis, uh,
2: so.
16: as you know. So,
2: <laughs> Well, Alyssa, thanks a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. always appreciate your time here with us and uh, your passion for movies and uh, what's on uh, streaming as well. So thanks a lot. Believe me, we're praying for you because we know New York City, the hot hotspot. Uh, many people have passed away and uh, uh, what mm-hmm. it is to walk around day to day. You've experienced that. So God bless you.
16: Thank you. Yeah.
2: Alyssa Wilkinson, you can find her uh, at Vox.com. Also, she tweets on a regular basis. Uh, check her out, Alyssa Wilkinson, W-I-L-K-I-N-S-O-N, and uh, she is all things film. Take a break, come back. Uh, we're going to talk about domestic violence during the pandemic. Stick around for that. Your teeth can't remote into the office or
1: remain socially distant, and dental emergencies won't wait to flatten the curve. The good news is... While Stock Family Dentistry remains closed for routine care, they are open for emergencies, going above and beyond the norm to provide a safe, sanitary environment, pre-screening, and seeing only one patient in the office at a time. Stock Family Dentistry on Perry Highway in Wexford, where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care.
2: At StockFamilyDentistry.com. We're all spending more time at home these days, but somehow the wind and the rain didn't get the memo about shelter in place. Hey, listen, there's some great news from Windows R Us Pittsburgh. They've been granted a waiver by the governor to handle any emergency repairs outside your home. If you've had damage to your roof, gutters, siding, or windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can still answer the call. And everything will be handled in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines to keep your family and their employees safe you may be eligible for free repair or replacement with the area's premier exterior replacement company with over 50 years of home remodeling experience. Visit WindowsOrUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. For a no-pressure approach with no hidden fees and one of the fastest turnarounds in the industry, a company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, WindowsOrUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsOrUsPittsburgh.com.
1: For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law.
6: Finding the right type of care for your loved one can be a highly emotional decision. Moving your loved one to a nursing home, rehab center, or independent care may not be necessary. XL Home Care can provide a warm, family-like environment with an XL caregiver, or you may even qualify to get paid to take care of the ones you love. To learn more, call 412-212-8950, 412-212-8950. Excel Home Care, a help-at-home company. Washington County parents, you have a
1: choice in your child's education. For nearly 40 years, Central Christian Academy in Houston is where pre-K through 8th grade students receive the comprehensive education they need to become top of the class. Learn more at CCASchool.com.
7: 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app. iHeartTuneIn and at radio.com.
14: Cloudy for tonight, low 40. Much colder with periods of rain tomorrow, high 41. Friday night, clouds breaking, cold, low 26. Mostly cloudy, windy, and cold on Saturday, high 44. For Sunday, breezy with sun and clouds, high 56. And Monday, a brief shower or two with a high 47. With your weather forecast, I'm Andy Rob.
4: teacher appreciation week and so for all the teachers out there let us assure you how essential you Mm -hmm. are to daily life how much all of us have benefited from the hours and the uh, skill that you poured into us and for all of you teachers who are trying to make it work from home i'm married to one i see what you guys are going through god bless you Mm -hmm. god bless you um, so thanks to all the teachers. Definitely. Now I'm going to lighten the teaching mood just a little bit, John, because uh, Alyssa was talking about things that are on TV right now, because yeah. we all have our TV on maybe, well, depending on who we are, sometimes more, sometimes less than usual. Mm-hmm. I saw an article today on favorite TV teachers. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Now these are not people who are like teaching you something on the history channel. I mean, they're people no, who no. are playing a teacher.
2: Right. Yeah. That's cool. I've got a favorite teacher. Mm-hmm. You-, you have a favorite uh, TV teacher?
4: Well, I I actually don't, but I'd love to hear
2: yours. You don't. No. Um first teacher that comes to mind for me is um Mr. Cotter. Very good. Welcome back, Gabe What Gabe Kaplan, right? Yeah. Welcome back.
4: Welcome back, back
2: right? Uh, that's where um the uh, who was it? Uh John Travolta John made Travolta. his first uh, his first uh, stretch towards stardom.
4: Yes. Uh-huh. Mike, have you even heard of that show ever? Okay. Oh, that's no. a good show. Welcome back, Cotter.
2: Yeah, Welcome okay. back. Right? That's a great, right. So that was you, a great so theme you, song.
4: So you love uh, Mr. Cotter. Uh, yeah. Can I ask you about a couple others that you may or may not know?
2: Uh, well, how about one more? Room 222. Pete Dixon? Yes.
4: Listen, I never saw Room 222. Oh,
2: that was a good but show. that was
4: the number one person. Now, that really? was not a ranking, but yeah. it was the first person mentioned on it the list up. that I saw.
2: Yeah, that was a good show. Because, you know, they were cool and they were trying to figure out, you know, the teenage angst and stuff. And, you know, as a teenager, you kind of go, wish my teacher was like that. Right. Instead, I got paddled. you know. Okay. <laughs> what the heck?
4: John cool was sent about. to 222 because he was bad. That's why he went there. <laughs> uh,
2: detention once more, mister.
4: Okay. Uh, Will Schuster from Glee. I,
2: I have no connection to that show whatsoever. None.
4: Okay. Um, yeah. How about Friday Night Lights?
2: No, and I know people love that show, and yeah, I was going to go. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. I felt I badly that, that I never connected with that show yeah, because you know, I feel like I would love it. Right, our friend uh, Mike loves that show. That's Tammy Taylor. Um, how about How to Get Away with Murder? Have you seen that? It's no. a
2: newest show. The teacher show.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Like Viola Davis stars.
2: Oh no, I don't don't know anything about it.
4: She's teaching law school. Mm. John. Oh, that's cool. She. Is magnificent. Is she?
2: Well, Viola Davis, right? She but, could read the phone book, right? But
4: let me tell you, it's so disturbing. I had to stop watching it.
2: Mm, okay, good. I'm it not was go. too
4: much. Anyway, too she plays, dark. She oh, dark. Mm. I think dark is the nicest thing you could really? say about oh it. My gosh, Annalise no, no. Keating is her character. All right, what about uh, Boston Public? Did you watch that?
2: Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> okay, that's all right. So after After Mister Cotter, I basically shut the TV. All off. right.
4: Well, no. Okay. When your kids were little, how about the Magic School Bus?
2: Oh, uh, Miss Frizzle. Frizzle. Oh. I, I love the books and yep, the animated I show. Know. Isn't, oh, isn't a, she funny? Her Mrs. voice, Frizzle. Oh, yeah. and her hair and everything. Is it was Miss awesome. or Mrs. Frizzle? It was Ms. Ms. Oh, of course it was. Yeah.
4: Right. Come she a long blazing. way, baby. She was blazing a trail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. How about uh Mrs. Crabapple on The Simpsons? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Of course, yeah. Uh-huh. Mrs. Crabapple. Okay.
4: Um, how about – now, this is one that uh, I listed as my favorite. Mike, I have a feeling that you're going to sign on with me about this. Uh, Mr. Clark, the science teacher in Stranger Things. Oh, definitely. Isn't he a crack-up, Absolutely. How about how he seems like he's straight ahead and he's just doing what's required
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
6: and then
4: just – absolute insanity chaos is breaking out all around him
2: stranger things we'll not see that for a while will we
4: no because they stopped production right then. um okay or they they paused production right. that's that's mr clark okay how about uh the professor on gilligan's
2: island the professor well i guess you. i guess so yeah sure yeah yeah i mean i, I wasn't a fan of the professor were you I never watched the show. Oh yeah, I've never I mean, seen he was an episode. a nice guy. He was kind of clueless. I mean, there he is on that island with you know Marianne and Ginger, and he was always kind of like bumbling his way through those relationships. Yeah,
4: so he's kind That's of a dumb. poor
2: role model, I think. You know, There's a as dumb a young teacher. kid, you're kind of going, "What is wrong with the professor? You're <laughs> supposed to be smart, and you're screwing up with Ginger and Marianne." That's all
4: I'm saying. Wow, maybe I should go back and watch that.
2: Yeah, you should. Yeah.
4: All right. Finally, um, mm. how about? And I'm surprised you didn't bring him up already, John. Mm. Walter White. Oh
2: my gosh. Walter White from Breaking Bad. Now there's a teacher for you. you Holy think? smokes! Let I me mean, talk about dark. You don't want to have Mr. White teach you chemistry. I'll tell you I that. Don't
4: think, I don't think no, would no, do. no you Mike, would did you watch Breaking Bad? Hmm? No, not once. No, poor I role didn't model, not
2: once. Right? Poor, a very poor role model for all students. Mm-hmm. Believe me, he sucked his child into selling meth. Or is one of his students
4: <laughs> well you don't think that's the way to go for no, teachers not, in really. america no, today no,
2: i don't think so no not good.
4: anyway okay that's right, your well, that's your tv teacher moment for today
2: so today oh, is teacher, teacher appreciation day
4: no it's national teachers week
2: oh very nice all right okay all right take a break hey, come back we're going to talk about domestic abuse locally and uh, the good folks from giant eagle helping that out stick around please
7: WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Now you
0: are going to be criticized if you live for Jesus. You are going to be persecuted if you live for the Lord Jesus. So I think it would behoove you today to pay a lot of attention to the message. Because I'm going to show you how to cope with criticism and have peace in persecution.
1: Join us for Adrian Rogers' series, That Old Time Religion, this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing Heating and Cooling at greaterpghplumbing.com.
0: With all that's going on right now, the last thing you want to do is add to your stress. But credit card debt does that, doesn't it? Even though these are hard times and credit card debt can add up, you don't have to tackle it alone. Nonprofit Trinity Debt Management can help. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy to manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees, and drastically reduce your interest. You'll pay thousands less than you originally owed. It's not a loan, it's a way to become debt free and possibly improve your credit score. So call Trinity and talk to a certified counselor. They'll explain their proven program to you with no pressure, just practical solutions and hope for tomorrow. Take away this added stress today and be there for your family. If you're ready to pay off credit cards in less time for less money, then pick up the phone and call for a free no obligation debt. Analysis and become debt free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call 1 800 936 5496. That's 1 800 936
3: 5496. Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855 565 5519 to join us or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details.
1: Salem Media Group presents the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise, August 30th through September 6th, 2020. Get more details at wordfm.com slash Alaska. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary prepares students for ministry in the way of Jesus with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, and Doctor of Ministry degree programs and certificates. Perfect for students with full-time employment pursuing a seminary education. Learn more at pts.edu.
12: You are a blessing
1: from God to me. There's no one else like you. You are wonderfully made with talents and abilities
3: and characteristics that no one else has. And I will do all I can to support and encourage you so that you can become all you've been created to be. You have my blessing.
8: The blessing. It's biblical and it's one of the most powerful things you can do for your child. Find out more about the blessing at focusonthefamily.com blessing.
4: there have been so many challenges for each one of us in this uh, era of quarantine. Some people can't wait to get out. Some people love to be in but don't want to be in with all the people they're in with. Um, There's so many people who are concerned about job loss. People are concerned about the future of even an occupation and the area of domestic abuse. We all know what is happening in people's homes. We just don't know what to do about it. And so we're really excited to have Nicole Molinaro on the program today. She's the CEO of the Women's Center and Shelter of Greater Pittsburgh. Nicole, we're grateful you're here. Thank
8: you. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me on, Kathy and John. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, it's our pleasure, Nicole. So uh, to be honest, you know, it's not something that I, I think about on a regular basis, Nicole, but you know, the fact of the matter is there are many people who are locked into abusive relationships right here in western Pennsylvania and the Pittsburgh area. And as people are not venturing out, those abuses are are not seen and heard because people don't have a lifeline to speak about that. Can you talk to us about your work at the Women's Center and Shelter of Greater Pittsburgh and about those hidden casualties?
8: Right, absolutely, yes. So we actually are talking about approximately one quarter of all relationships that are abusive. Um, wow. I know, it's, it's a huge amount. And of course, abuse is about power and control. So whenever there is um, something awful like a pandemic, um, what we see is when people feel that they've lost control in their lives, which, of course, we, I think we all feel to some extent right now. Um, yes. In the case of those who use abuse or control, they try to, uh, they need to kind of get that control back. And the way mm-hmm. that they do so is unfortunately by increasing Uh, the severity or the frequency of abuse. So we know that the severity and frequency of of abuse are up, but unfortunately, the ability to reach out for help is down because with the stay-at-home orders, batterers are always around and potentially monitoring their victims. So what we're trying to do is really get the word out that all of the domestic violence programs in your listening area are open. We are serving. Um, We are all still functioning with a wide range of services, so we all think about shelter but there's so many more services in shelter. Only about 6% of our population of clients actually need to come into shelter. There are many other um, options for help besides shelter. So we, we are all open and serving and here, whether it's now if you're safe to call or text or chat, and it's in the
2: future we're here. Oh, Nicole! I'm really happy to hear this. Now, Mm -hmm. I did not know that the figure was so low that just six percent of people were, you know, able to escape their abusive relationship and had a place to shelter. So, what other resources can you provide?
8: Right. So, and it's actually there's actually a lot more people than six percent that are able to um, escape and build a new life free from violence. What I'm saying is that of our eight thousand clients a year that we serve, only about six percent of them are fleeing for their lives. I the see. rest of the okay. folks were able to help in a way that is, it, you know, it has not gotten to the point that they are absolutely in fear for their lives. Okay. Um, so it, it was and so I'm sorry about that. But was your uh, your question, John, was about um, right. So services? other services right? you
2: provide yeah. if people find themselves in in battered relationships. What else can you do for people?
8: Absolutely. so we have for instance legal advocacy. So we have uh, legal um, advocates who are in the court system and can help with protection from abuse order filing and accompaniment all the way through the court system. We have civil law project attorneys who can help with civil matters um, free of charge uh, for very serious cases of domestic violence. Um, we have medical advocacy. we have individual support, uh, support group a uh, support. Um, we also have support groups. Uh, we have a big children's program, and of course, we have a hotline um, that is open 24/7. And we've just recently started a chat line and and a text line as well. So we're very excited about those new ways to be able to reach uh, those who are uh, experiencing abuse. So they're all 24/7. They're confidential, and whether you are just sitting there thinking and wondering is the abu- is the relationship I'm in abusive, or whether you are literally in fear for your lives the hotline is there for you and can be your first step towards really reaching out for help and for hope.
2: Well family, mm-hmm. so as we're speaking about the hotline, give us these numbers Nicole, the phone numbers that people can reach out whether it's the hotline or for someone to chat with.
8: Absolutely. So Women's Center and Shelter of Greater Pittsburgh our hotline is 412-687-8005. Our new text line, which again is open 24/7, is 240 240- 249-7867. And then our online presence is at, uh, then this would be to chat, is at wcspittsburgh.org. Um, and you can go on and find out more about intimate partner violence specific to the COVID 19 uh, pandemic. And that's it, there's a specific um, page with lots of different information and resources on there. And from any page within the website, you can access the chat. Okay. Terrific.
4: Um, Nicole, we only have a minute left. Um, Talk about Giant Eagle.
8: Absolutely. So we were so excited to be able to partner with Giant Eagle um, because we were trying really to reach out to people where they are, which is right now in their homes and in stores like grocery stores that are open. And with Giant Eagle having such a huge presence and being such a great community supporter to begin with, we reached out to them to see if they would put uh, our postcards, which uh, advertise all of the domestic violence programs in the area, and um, it, you know, put them out at all of their registers so that people can take them um, or take a picture of them and uh, reach out for help. And they were completely amenable and agreeable from the very start and very supportive. We're so excited that these postcards are going into the stores um, in 42 Giant Eagle stores around Allegheny County
16: today.
2: So it's another Wonderful. resource. If Wonderful. people feel as though they can't reach out, they're, they're afraid for, the, for their safety you know, at the checkout line, you can grab that and uh, and move forward uh, in secret. So, uh, Nicole, thanks an awful lot. The uh, Numbers went by. Kath. let's make a point of posting yeah. those numbers for the uh, Women's Center and Shelter of Greater yeah. Pittsburgh on our Facebook page.
4: Yeah, so here's the hotline, 412-687-8005. That's 412-687-8005. The text line, 240 249 seven, eight, six, seven, to go online and have a chat. Um, WCsp.org. Am I right about
8: that? Nicole? Um, Pittsburgh is spelled out, but otherwise, yes. W W C S Pittsburgh.org.
2: Very nice. Well, Nicole, thanks enough a lot. We appreciate your advocacy, your work on behalf of women who are battered in relationships and finding a portal of safety so they can live to see another day. Thank you so much for being with us here.
8: Thank you so much for having me on. Have a great rest of the day.
2: You as well. Nicole Molinero, CEO of Women's Center and Shelter of Greater Pittsburgh. As I said, we'll uh, we'll make an effort and put those numbers on our Facebook page so that you can see them for yourself at uh, your own time. Take a break. Come back. Uh, we've got a little bit uh, more time ahead, so mm-hmm. stay with us.
3: Investment advisory service is offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. During difficult times, it's important not to be frozen by fear or complacency, thinking that Congress, the Fed, or your current financial planner will fix the impact of the pandemic on your retirement savings. The bottom line is, no one else is going to care about your retirement the way you do. It's time to stop crossing your fingers and toes, hoping for growth, and reset your retirement for income using interest and Dividends. Call 888-888-4176 now to learn how the Retirement Income Store can help during these uncertain times. 888-888-4176. We'll send you our Retirement Income Kit with five educational tools, including David Scratton's best-selling book and a no-obligation call with an income specialist. 888-888-4176. The Retirement Income Store where retirees go for income. Call 888-888-4176
1: now. Seasons of change and uncertainty can be difficult, even scary, but they don't have to control or define you. The counselors of the Grace Wellness Center would consider it a privilege to come alongside and help you replace the fear and frustration with freedom and peace. While office visits are still available throughout the area, Grace Wellness Center also offers online and phone appointments to make counseling convenient and available on your terms. Accepting all major insurances at thegracewellnesscenter.com.
10: This is John Samick, owner of Service Master Greater Pittsburgh. Our specialty cleaning services can provide the peace of mind your customers and employees need when you reopen your facility. Contact us today. The
3: Master.
10: This is John Samick, owner of Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. We have developed a comprehensive facility reopening guide for businesses preparing to re-enter the workplace. Visit servicemasterofgreaterpgh.com to
13: download yours today. Whether you need a car now or plan to buy someday soon, Cars.com has nearly 2 million cars ready for home delivery. Set up virtual appointments with local dealers to tour your favorites. Save the car you want. Click to buy when you're ready. Find
1: your match on Cars.com. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary prepares students for ministry in the way of Jesus with Master of Divinity Master of Arts, and Doctor of Ministry degree programs and certificates. Perfect for students with full time employment pursuing a seminary education. Learn more at pts.edu.
4: Oh, one of the ways that we are staying sane, that we are recognizing what's, uh, what's wise and good and beautiful in the world and getting the discipline and rebuke we, we need, is not just reading the scripture, but reading it aloud. And so yes. we've been committed be, to be doing that at a portion of our show most days on our program. And so we're going to do uh, that exact thing today. 1 Corinthians 3 is where we're focusing, uh, 1 through 9, 18, 19, and 21 to 23. John, Very start nice. us out.
2: The Apostle Paul wrote, Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. I give you milk. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you are not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not mere human beings? What after all is Apollos? And what is Paul? Only
4: servants through whom you came to believe, as the Lord has assigned to each his task. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building.
2: Do not deceive yourself. If any of you think you are wise by the standard of this age, you should become fools, so that you may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight.
4: So then, no more boasting about human leaders. All things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or the present or the future, all are yours, and you are of Christ, and Christ is of God.
2: Amen. 1 Corinthians 3, 1, 9, 18, 19, 21, 23. When you hear scripture read out loud, oh my gosh. it's like revisiting an old friend. Isn't and isn't
4: it? that good to hear? You think, it what is. are we What are we fighting about? Mm-hmm. Seriously, what are we arguing? My pastor is better than yours, or I like that online woman better than that. Like Just yeah. shut it. Relax a little bit.
2: Right. Yeah. Open up. You milk drinkers. You big yeah, milk John, drinkers. Yeah, John, you milk drinker. <laughs> Stop very quick. Yeah. Dark. All right, hey! Thanks an awful lot for being with us. Uh, let's put numbers for the uh, the women's shelter cast.
4: Yeah, I'll put it on our Facebook page. The ride home with Johnny Kathy.
2: Yeah, and of the course ride you missed any home portion of the John show. We're Kathy. podcasting a production
0: of Salem Media Group.